Hey all, this is the Flip-Flop Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Thrapp, an entrepreneur who turned my love of travel into a career. Travel is not just a hobby, it's a way of life. Making it happen can be tough. I'm here to offer practical advice to make travel more achievable. This isn't just about my journey, it's about inspiring you to pursue adventure and explore the world on your terms. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flip Flop Experience. I'm here with my favorite adventurous, Hey, Leah. Hey, Marla. So, travel anxiety. Yes, packing anxiety. I know this is a hot topic on my comments and in person when I talk to people about all of our adventures. So if you normally have anxiety about getting ready to pack and thinking about the best ways to pack, hopefully after this episode, you're going to feel so much better. I think so. I have to admit, Melanie's made me feel so much better. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us again for part two of the the original episode is, of course, Melanie Musa. And Melanie is a professional organizer. And I'd like to just jump back in. Yes, let's hear hear some more stuff. Whenever we left off, we, we were talking about so many things. But I think what we did not get to is talking about traveling with kids. Yeah, traveling with kids is insanely different than traveling by yourself. It's one thing to go solo, but when you're planning for multiple other people, it changes the game a lot. Well, and I know that's what you guys, both of you do, is you travel with kids and you make it look easy. <laughs> so how yeah. do you make it easy? Uh, it's a lot more planning and preparation, so having a plan of attack. I know Leah travels internationally with her kids. I have five, so the most international traveling we've done is cruising, but we've done a lot of domestic travel and multiple week trips, so I think between us we can probably give people a pretty good idea how to handle this. You yeah. guys are the experts. <laughs> I think it's, um, you actually have a wider variety of packing and travel experience than I do because you do kind of both extremes. You do travel with five kids in tow, and then you also do totally solo travel and stay in hostels. And that's, I know those things are very opposite ends of the spectrum yeah, on the way that you pack. completely opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say one is easier than the other, though, right. in terms of preparedness. You have to be a lot more precise and planned out when you're planning to stay in a hostel and pare down the things that you want to bring, whereas with kids, you kind of have to plan for worst-case scenario. And, you know, kids, extra outfits, extra clothes. Yes, definitely. Like someone's going to spill all over themselves at dinner, and you're going to need the backup. So it's a lot of different preparedness. I agree. Well, you know, a lot of people have not, I've never traveled and stayed in a hostel before, so they may not know that you have to have a lot more of those items that you would bring from home. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, Yeah. So hostels, you're basically purchasing a bunk. Okay. When you stay in a hostel. So that can be in different size dorms. You can choose like exclusively women's dorm. You can be in a co-ed dorm. But there's usually a shared bathroom, whether that's between just the people in your room or the people on your floor. I've stayed in both kinds. So for a few of those items that a hotel would usually provide to you in a hostel, you're either expected to bring your own or you purchase those when you get there. Now, a lot of people who stay in hostels are doing it because it's a more cost-effective way of traveling and getting to go more places. So they try and keep costs as low as possible while they're there. So I have one of the big things is a towel. A towel can take up a lot of space in your backpack or your carry-on. So I have, I got it from this Australian company. It's called a Tessellate towel, T-E-S-A-L-A-T-E. 
and it's a microfiber towel that folds up and rolls super tiny so I can get this thing down probably to the size of a t-shirt if I roll it tight. Yeah, and we I use those just, we use those towels too for the sailboat trips because yeah, you need to bring towels and you really want like a big beach towel when yeah, you're on the sailboat. Yeah, with a lot of space and, so, and super absorbent and yep, doesn't take in all the sand past. when you're on the beach. Exactly. Wait, it's a regular size towel that you're able to roll up like Oh that? yeah, it's like yeah. a beach towel. It's like nice and big and cozy, but it's made out of this super thin absorbent microfiber so that it folds down super teeny tiny. Yeah, mine are and, 72 inches, so they're like beach towel size, like luxurious beach towel size, but it rolls up really small. You can either pack it in a flat little rectangle like a pillowcase or roll it really tight. Um, and it actually works better than a regular beach towel because it absorbs the water really quickly. When you get out of the water and put it on, rub it over your swimsuit, it soaks the water up much better. It's and sand doesn't stick to it. Yeah, and the sand doesn't get stuck so in the So it's not fibers. all dusty and it doesn't get everything else in your case all full of sand. True. How do we not know these things? <laughs> <laughs> we mostly market them for things like backpacking and outdoors, but lately I've been seeing it more places. Like on Amazon, they have cute designs like, like beach towel designs. Before they used to be really like functional and they were just like plain blue or something you know oh, yeah, and mine no has big ones. pink flowers mm-hmm. and black and white stripes aren't super cute yeah mine's got like mandalas on it's like all different shades of blue and i like to stick mine in my backpack so when i'm on the plane i can pull it out and use it as a blanket too yeah <laughs> That's really brilliant because I take a pashmina on the plane for that reason, and it doesn't serve another purpose pretty much the rest of the trip unless it is chilly somewhere. That is brilliant. I use my sarong that way, too. I'll keep it in my backpack, and it makes a good blanket. And I know a lot of people use them in hostels to um, put a sarong over their bunk to create mm-hmm. some privacy because it's really oh. light. Fabric, so you can just hang it over your bunk, and it gives you like a little a little cube of privacy on your bunk. Those are three great things rolled into one. Pardon the pun. (laughs) Pardon the pun. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. So how often do you travel in hostels? It really kind of depends on the trip that I'm taking. The last time that I traveled to Mexico, I wound up staying not in a true hostel, but we had a friend down there who had a larger space. It was actually a converted yoga studio that we were all staying at. So it was kind of a dorm situation. But if I'm traveling by myself, I usually favor hostels over hotels. Um, I'd like to ask you about the question. You know, I think this goes with organizing. How do you stay safe and keep your things safe when you do stay in a hostel and keep your things together so that it stays organized? You feel comfortable and safe. So one of the things with hostels is having the proper etiquette. You don't want to throw your stuff all over the room and get it in everybody else's space. Uh, most places, if you're in like a single bed, it'll have a drawer underneath that pulls out. Or if you're in a bunk, you really want to keep things to your bunk space. Mm-hmm. And most of them also offer individual lockers inside the room. So if you have like your iPad or your passport that you're not carrying on you, important things that you don't want anybody else getting to, you can put those inside your locker. But everything else needs to stay around your bunk area, underneath your bed, or up off the floor and out of everybody else's space. If it's a shared community space, you got to be respectful. The reason I ask that is because I know that sometimes when you're traveling and you are doing something like a hostel that you would want to be able to one stay organized but also you know it's not that I don't trust people I do trust people but to have that safe feeling that your things happen Well, you have to be smart. You can trust people, but you also have to be smart. Yes, I have a combination lock that I can put either between the zippers of my backpack or on my case. So if I want that added layer of security, I mean, someone would have to work pretty hard to get into it. So when you're going all to different destinations, um, tell us about some of the tips you have you know, sometimes you need very different types of clothing or gear if you're going to be in the snow or if you're going to be at the beach. So what are some things that you do to make packing easier in those cases? Oh, yeah. So packing to go to Mexico, 
insanely different than packing to go to Switzerland in the winter. Right. So I always make a plan based on what activities I'll be doing. If I'm going to be going to museums and out to a couple nice dinners and touring the city, I want some functional warm pants. I want things that are appropriate to wear to dinner and as many things that I can multipurpose as possible. So like instead of bringing five really thick sweaters, I might Mm -hmm. bring one really nice cable knit cardigan and to save suitcase space, I might wear that on the plane underneath my jacket. Definitely. Uh, I also, packing for Switzerland, I had these really nice Eddie Bauer snow boots. So, I mean, we're in Texas. It doesn't really snow here. <laughs> this is my first experience with snow boots in a while. So I got myself some really nice boots and realized they take up half of my carry-on space. That's mm-hmm. not going to work. So I wound up wearing my snow boots on the plane to save myself the suitcase <laughs> space, That's which rough. actually worked out well. My feet get so cold when I'm flying. Mm-hmm. I thought they would be kind of in my way, but... They kept me super cozy, and I actually really liked it. It's definitely a rule for us. You will always wear your bulkiest shoes on the plane. That's yeah, like non-negotiable. Yeah, if we're wearing so. shorts and cowboy boots to the airport, that's what's happening. Exactly, because you can't put those in your suitcase. Nope, take up too much room. Speaking of shoes, um, do you have a rule about how many pairs of shoes you'll bring on a trip? I try and only bring two. Me too. I bring... Y'all are nuts. If it's going to be lots of walking, I bring something comfortable for walking. And then like my functional, these can be outside. These are walking around in the street, like the snow boots. Double Mm -hmm. is like hiking boots. So I've actually worn those hiking before too. But otherwise, like my plain black flats, they go with everything or a nice pair of flip flops. Mm-hmm. Always some flip flops. With the Always embellishment that you can throw on with a sundress, they have to be multi-purpose because shoes are the biggest space waster. Definitely. I think that's a huge mistake that people make when they're trying to pack light. I'll usually ask people to say, I just can't get this into my suitcase. I say, how many pairs of shoes do you have? Okay. It's always the culprit. <laughs> take take some out. You really need to. You're going to have to narrow down to two. So I bring always functional shoes, like you said, which are usually like my hiking Tevas because that's as... Most of the time, as rugged as my shoes get, but I'll bring my hiking tevas and then a pair of flip flops that can definitely be worn with a casual dress. Oh, yeah, or like shoes a nice neutral that has a little bit of embellishment, mm-hmm. so it cute. It's cute if you're They're wearing fancy flip flops, or you can throw it on with your sundress and still wear them to dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fancy flip flops. It's a thing. Yes, and for my kids, it's always Keens. So my kids always have a pair of Keens because they are great for little kids. They have the toe cap that keeps them from stubbing their toes and tripping, and they can get wet. They can be worn for hiking. They have really good tread, and they don't like chafe on their feet after they've gotten wet that's a big thing is so many shoes once they get wet they're so uncomfortable to Mm -hmm. wear you got to test them out beforehand don't ever wait until you are on location trying out your shoes for the first time yes it's the worst it's a terrible idea you'll probably end up leaving them there and not bringing them home it's a horrible experience i've done that before like oh Oh, these sneakers really sucked this entire time you can just stay here and bless somebody else yes i don't need them to take up space in my suitcase yeah so we always do keens and then one other pair of shoes for the kids so we really stick to the two-shoe rule pretty much all the time. Um, Do you have any tips for when you are packing the things for skiing? I know that all those clothes are so poofy. So what do you do when you have to pack the poofy clothes? This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. At that point, sometimes you just have to go compression, depending on where you're leaving from and going to. Like when I went to Switzerland, I wanted the biggest parka that I could find. And that 
I wore it on the plane. It doubled as my blanket while I was traveling. Like, got to keep that kind of stuff out of the suitcase. But as for the snow pants, they do make like skiing pants that are like a legging material that are lined that are like way thinner. So I try and not bring the puffiest. I try and get the insulated, not just like the biggest down puffy. Otherwise, you're going to have to use some type of compression bag, whether that's the kind that we talked about last episode that tornado zips or suck some of the air out or even just the ones that roll to get yourself that little bit of space back. Yeah, when we go skiing, I use the roll compression bags because with four people and all the ski gear, there's no avoiding that some of the clothes are going to be poofy mm-hmm. unless you're really, again, we said we live in Texas, so there's not really a good reason to invest in a ton of yeah. clothes for kids that are the high quality ski stuff. So we're going with the poofy jackets and the poofy snow pants. So I use the Ziploc, the giant Ziploc. They're literally the size of the bottom of my suitcase and you roll, squeeze the air out. And it's amazing how much more space that gives back in your suitcase. Yeah. And I mean, it's all about the underlayers in cold weather too. Like, throwing a fleece jacket on underneath a bigger parka saves you from having to bring multiple sweaters if you have like a really good multi-purpose jacket that you can throw on underneath as a layer. I agree. I'm all about the light layers when you're Mm -hmm. packing. So to me, there's very few reasons to actually bring a huge coat because usually I will do, you know, an under tank top and then I have a light sweater and then I have a windbreaking waterproof layer on top of that. And then you can wear any combination of those. You can wear just a long sleeve shirt with under layer. You can wear just the sweater. You can wear just the rainproof. Or if it's really cold, you can wear all three or four layers, but none of them are taking up a ton of room in your suitcase. And that also allows you to be able to rewear them more easily. They're not getting dirty if they're not all up against your body or on the exactly. outside. Exactly. Like a good pair of thermals to right. act as like a body barrier mm-hmm. saves a lot of laundry. And everybody doesn't always see all the layers. So you don't have to feel mm-hmm. like everybody knows I'm wearing the same clothes because if you rotate what's on the outside and what's on oh, the yeah, inside. Oh, yeah, my thermals are not cute, but I wore those like every single day. I had a couple sets that I was just rotating through and I would mix and match pieces. And right. I'm also the person that will wash things in the bathtub and hang it on the shower rod to dry overnight. I will absolutely wash things in the sink or the bathtub as well. And I think with kids, you have to be prepared. That's going to happen. Yes, you're yeah. definitely going to wash things They make out. the great little sample size tide packets that I like to throw into my suitcase and yes. bring those with for emergency laundry. I do. I bring those. And actually, now we've switched in our house to the laundry sheets. Have you seen I've those? I've seen those. Those are yeah. great. So we use those in our washing machine now. So they're super easy to pack because it's just yeah, one it's little like sheet. And you can tear off paper. a corner if you want and just wash one little thing. Or you can <laughs> use the whole sheet or part of the sheet. So those are really cool for travel with kids. And another thing that I learned to do with kids this last time when we did a two-month trip was I put Dreft, the stain remover, mm-hmm. In a little spray bottle. And so oh. being in Italy for two months with children eating spaghetti sauce and pizza every day, <laughs> I kept thinking, like, how am I going to how are her clothes going to still be wearable for my two year old? And after two months of wearing the same seven outfits all the time, because we only pack like seven or eight outfits a person, I was thinking these are going to be destroyed. Like you're going to have to dye them midway through the <laughs> right, trip. It's all going to be spaghetti colored. <laughs> so I brought Dreft with me. And then when we got home that night, I would just spray it with stain remover and toss it in the dirty laundry. And then when it went to get washed, they would come out without stains. And I was like, this is probably one of the best travel hacks I've ever done with so my So is kids. it just like the little cosmetic spray yeah, bottles? Yeah, like a hairspray bottle. Okay. I just okay, I'm going to give y'all a tip. If you go to the Dollar Twenty Five tree, it's not Dollar Tree anymore. But they've got they've got some products there and they've got the little sample size of it's the amazing spot remover. Okay. I've got the big bottle mm-hmm. and then they've got a little bottle of it. And I, u- I use it to travel with because you can spray it and it does the same thing that Draft does, but it's like a dollar. 
Nice. Oh, nice. And it's it's such a good product that I use it in my home now. And, uh-huh. you know, I use it to take all the stains out. It works on comforters. It works on every type of stain, whether it be a wine stain or it be a black ink pen, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It takes it out. So Have you tried it on, like, a grease stain yet? I have. It works? It works really Sounds well. Sounds like okay. my next trip is going to be to the dollar store. The dollar I will, store. I will actually send y'all a picture <laughs> of what it looks like, but it works for everything. And it was something I fell upon just because I was like, oh, I'll try this when I go to dollar tree dollar mm-hmm. 25 tree i like to go and pick some of those products that i think might work for me in my everyday find life a little hidden gems yes, yeah that's finding the cool. little hidden gems because draft did not work well on grease stains so when the kids get butter or um, something on their clothes it really didn't get that out so i would love to give that a try i'll tell you what I, what happened is we were cooking and you know sometimes when you're cooking and it'll splash up on you i like to wear an apron but it doesn't i don't always have one on mm-hmm. and i have a sweatshirt that i had had some grease stains on it's an old sweatshirt i use it all the time so I sprayed this one thing and then I went, you know, I'll just spray the rest of the sweatshirt and see what happens. It took all of the grease stains. Wow, I'm totally the trying the old ones. That's okay. crazy. And it's also biodegradable. So when I look at it, I'm like, did the space aliens deliver this product to us? <laughs> but magic. it works. It works. It's magic. And I, I love will. it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. I definitely need that. Well, I think we've had another great trip. Leah, is there anything else that you would like to talk to Melanie about today? I just wanted to hear if Melanie had any other hidden gems for traveling with kids and keeping it all organized. Oh, I do, actually. So taking domestic trips, we take a lot of road trips. Uh, Instead of packing in suitcases, I like to pack in like 20-gallon storage totes. I do that, too. Because they fit so easily in the back of your car. Yes. You can bring them out and put them on a luggage cart. And then if you're filling up on space on the interior, they can go up on the roof rack and they're waterproof. So I have a couple of like large size compression bags and I will take kids outfits and clothes per kid. I have five of them. So five bags, put each kid's outfit into a different bag with their name on it so they can see what's in it. Throw it all in the big 20 gallon tote and just stick it in the back of the car and we're ready to go. Yeah, I do the That's same brilliant. thing. Yeah, it's, it's really, way really easier helpful. than luggage. My favorite thing about traveling domestic is that I don't have to figure out how to fit things in luggage. There's so much more space. There's handles. There's snap-on lids. They're fantastic. And they stack nicely. Yes. Yeah, I'm all about the the totes in the car too. Mm-hmm. When you're doing a road trip too, especially when you're on a road trip, there's so much random junk that you want to bring. So last time we did it, we drove to Anna Maria Island in Florida. So I think it was like 21 hours of drive time and so many hotel stops on yes. the way there and back because we had a little baby at that point. So we weren't doing so long you need drives. All the things yes, too. Yes, diapers and floaties and swim diapers and sunscreen for four people for nine days and so when you try to put that in a suitcase you're going to end up with like eight suitcases you know uh-huh. and that's just silly to take into a hotel for one night you don't need to unpack all of that stuff on the way there and on the way back so I did overnight bags that had the stuff that we would need like grab and go when we checked into a hotel for overnight and then I just left all the other stuff that was for like the actual beach part in the totes and then sometimes I'd have to open it and dig something out in the middle um, or still, switch out so some that's so much clothes. easier than it being in a suitcase and right. having to unzip and unpack half of what you brought like with the buckets you just throw everything back in there. Exactly. It worked it worked really really well. I think we're going to have to do a hashtag that's brilliant because I think I've said it 10 or 15 (laughs) times on this particular show. You know, when we go camping, definitely do that for, you know, like food and things like that. But I hadn't thought about doing it for clothes and all of that. That's brilliant. And it's much more efficient. Yeah, And if I don't use the bags, Mm -hmm. the compression bags or just anything else to sort them, I'll just cut up some Amazon boxes and create layers in my storage tote to separate their clothes and then like unpack it into a drawer or something once we get to our hotel. That's a really great idea. 
I do take the laundry bags from my hotels all the time. You know, I have them for when you mm-hmm. order laundry service. I just take them and put them in my bag. And then I use those to keep dirty clothes separated from my clean clothes when I'm mm-hmm. repacking all the time. Oh, yeah. I usually bring along a trash bag or two because mm-hmm. we end up needing them in the car anyway. So, yeah, that's good. I'm a little OCD. I like to keep certain dirty items away from certain dirty items. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're all dirty items, but <laughs> I will bring a smaller bag for like intimate t- type of things, underwear and things like that. And then I'll have a separate bag that will be for clothes. We also have shoe pants. Nobody has seen shoe pants. I'll have Wait, to- what? Shoe pants? <laughs> yes. One of my old babysitters had a quilting business and she made these for me for a gift and they look like baby pants. Like they have a little elastic at the top. But they're closed at the bottom, and you slide shoes in them, and then they keep your shoes away from your clean oh, clothes. so like the bottom of your shoes that you're just walking yes. all over aren't touching all of your clean laundry. Exactly. I love that. I'll get you guys both some shoe pants. I want She's shoe made pants. some custom branded ones for me before for gifts for my clients. So I'll get you guys some. That's amazing. How have I not heard about the shoe pants before? I don't know. They're adorable. I forget about them. I use them every single trip, though. So I'll post a picture of them. I'll definitely show you guys and where you can order them. But I love them. And I when I have it for the kids, I can usually fit like all four of their pairs of shoes in one pair of shoe pants, like two and two on each huh. leg for both the kids. And then Justin and I usually flip flops. I can fit two pairs of flip flops in my shoe pants. So then that's all the space that I need for my shoes. All that's right. amazing. I've never heard of shoe pants before. You're going to need them for life now. You know that, right? Yeah, I like the name, too. It's fun to say shoe pants. One time I took them as a gift to clients, and I left it on the porch for a bunch of people. And one person was like, I think you meant this basket for someone else. It has somebody's baby pants in it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, and I had purposely had her make like a big tag because I knew people wouldn't know what it was. And there was a big tag that explained that they were shoe pants, but it had accidentally got like tucked inside. So she didn't see it. And she was like, I don't know whose baby pants I got in my gift basket. (laughs) Look at them. Maybe they stretch. They try and get into them. Right? (laughs) So funny. That is so. At shoe pants, never would have thought about it. I actually thought you were going to go in a different direction. Like you pulled it on and then you pulled your boots on so you didn't have to put socks on. Or it was another more efficient Yeah, I thought thing. it was going to be like a footy pajama type yes, situation. Exactly. Exactly. That's so cool. You guys have great tips. Things that I hadn't even thought of. And you know, you think as a traveler that you kind of know your trips, what, what's going on with them and the, the tips and tricks that you can do to make it better. But everything that y'all said today is something I didn't really, I had not really thought about. I think our listeners are also going to really garner a lot of information out of this. Well, I hope that some of our listeners have ideas that we haven't thought of. Yes. And pl- you know what? That's one of the things we want to do this year. We have not mentioned it. You know, there's a lot of things that we've talked about that will be available that will show you what's what, you know, where you can get these products. And Leah's also going to have some of her products coming out, and we'll, we'll talk about that at another different time. But this year is all about making your efficiency better through travel, through experiences, and having a great time. And Melanie, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Well, I know we've told you that we would really like to have you back, and I think that's a given. Definitely. I'm always happy to join. The next time I'd like to get into some of the things that we were talking about into more detail, and maybe previous to that we can show some pictures and videos so people have questions, they can let us know, hey, these are my questions, and these are the things that I do, and we can talk about that then. Absolutely. If you need me to take a trip to get you some content, I am more than willing. (laughs) I know. Well, and that's a great idea. I'd love for people to tell us some questions that we should ask Melanie because as we've discussed here we all three have lots of ideas and tips but they were all ones that the other people at the table hadn't thought of before so I'd love to hear if people have tips they want us to share or if they have questions we should ask and see if anybody has a great suggestion for them well again Melanie thank you for joining us Leah great show I loved it happy adventuring thanks for being part of the flip-flop experience 
Make sure to subscribe and follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Flip Flops and Adventures. <laughs>